Welcome to Milo Time, where we dive into the list of things that Milo loved and spend some time with my beautiful, amazing, awesome, fantastic boy, Milo. Welcome back to another episode of Milo Time. Daryl Kessler along again with something Milo loved, someone Milo loved, James Grayson. James, so glad you're able to stick around for a second episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very, very happy to have you here. So we were talking in between recording sessions, and you have a whole list of things that you can talk about concerning your relationship with Milo, your great, great friendship with him. And I want to invite you to do that. You started telling a story um, about the Berkshires, which we started talking about on the previous episode. And I'd invite you to talk a little more about that and then take the floor. And I'd love to hear some of your favorite, most memorable stories of times you spent with your great friend Milo. Got a lot of them. Got a lot of them. Um, but yeah, in the in the Berkshires, we went up. It was me Milo, Max, Daryl, Lana, and Max's girlfriend, Lacey. And um, one night we decided to sit down and watch Les Mis, or Les Miserables, which if any of you don't know, is a movie adaptation of a famous uh, musical about French Revolution. The movie's pretty amazing. and Me and Milo had both previously seen it and discussed our, our love for it. We were both, both big fans. So, And I know you guys, the whole family, are big fans, so... It was nice to actually sit down and watch it together, and because it's a musical, pretty much every scene is this big, you know, uh, chorus is big, over the over the top. Um, so we were just, it was late night. We might have had a, a few beers, um, but yeah, we're just sitting in the living room, the all of us just just belching out like the <laughs> <laughs> Russell Crowe and Hugh, Hugh Jackman's lines. It was a really really fun time. Now, did you know the did you know the music as well as Milo and Max? Not did? not not as well. I gotta say they were they were the the experts. And I know you've been to the the live actual like theater version. Yes. Of it. Had Milo yes. been to it before? Yeah. So I, I've been a number of times. Alana's been a number of times. Milo did go mm-hmm. once to see Les Mis live, and then mm-hmm. we would listen to the soundtrack all the time. Yeah. 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 Um, but I remember somebody telling me, I don't know if it was you or Max saying that the live is, is the real deal. So the voice is there. Like, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It is the only thing you can't do is sing along when you're seeing it live. Right? Yeah, Which that's is kind true. of a bummer because yeah. you kind of want to do that. I know a lot of people hate it on Russell Crowe for his, uh, for his singing in the movie. I'm sure all the, all the actual singers in the play are top tier talents. Yeah. 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 He, he did just fine. I thought he, I thought I th- he did yeah, just Yeah, I fine. know. I thought he was a I little overhated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a couple of other stories I'm sure you have. I see you've got a list of them. So I'd love to, again, James, just give you the floor and tell us some of your favorite memorable stories again of your time with uh, with Milo yeah um a lot of it um I mean as teenagers do um a lot of time spent playing playing video games with him and not to take it not to take that lightly we were very very serious about our 2k and Madden and with like all the boys um um but yeah a lot of 2k Charlie Charlie Naxon knows how to how to drive the lane and kick out and make a three every time so he's got a little cheat code there <laughs> but um yeah when it came to when it came to video games especially Madden the way Milo played was very very specific and very unique and kind of similar to just who Milo was as a person where like in Madden which is the NFL football game as a when he would we would be like the QB we'd switch off taking turns and most of us would try to run like Hail Marys every time or like deep, deep posts and just chuck it up and then usually throw an interception or just like an incomplete pass out of bounds or something. 
but uh, Milo instead would actually play smart and try to try to score. And then so he would do, which I think he would do, he played quarterback in our actual flag football league, but in the video game it was the same thing is instead of just trying to chuck it up, he would really read the defense almost in like a, a Brady or Rogers way and just kind of analyze the defense, break it down, and then understand that the defense can't cover the whole field. And then so we just see where the defense wasn't covering and then dump it off there and just find the open man. And it doesn't mean just, like, I feel like a, a, a lot of people would just, both in the video game and real life, like, have have their eyes down the field and just chuck it up and hope for the best. And Milo's like, nah, I like that. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> right. I think I'm going to uh, just drive down mechanically and end up in the end zone. Yeah, so, yeah, lots of drags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, I mean, that was the way he quarterbacked as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Sort of methodical, careful, um, and effective, ultimately, yeah, I think. Yeah, extremely, okay. extremely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I played a, played a lot of video games with Milo and, you know, the whole crew. Um, when Milo was in treatment, I know you guys brought the the PlayStation to the to the hospital, right? Right. And so um, I know he was playing some 2K there, but back home, when he was at the house in treatment, play a lot of 2K. But it was really fun to um, just stay on call with him for hours, and you know, one distract distract him, and you know, distract myself, and just like play play video. And he would beat me, you know, 80 percent of the time. He was always a lot better, but um. It was just nice, nice talking to him, you know, see, seeing how he was doing, but also just catching up with like the daily, you know, new, newest music, you know, politics, st- stupid like gossip or whatever while we're while we're playing. It's basically just like being on a phone call with him for two hours talking, but as we're like playing a game. So I ended up being, you know, looking back on it, really, end of the moment, really valuable time with him. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that for people, for olds like me, um, things like phones, video games get a bad rap and some of it is very much deserved but in other ways it facilitates communication mm-hmm. when maybe when people are in a difficult situation and it's easy to send a text which can cut two ways sometimes it's overly easy and sort of prevents that face-to-face communication but other times when someone's a little compromised as everyone was during COVID or as milo was when he was treating it was a wonderful lifeline to you and his friends either to be able to have the headset on and playing a video game remotely or Mm -hmm. texting or even Instagram or things like that. Um, And I've always viewed those things as uh, really important at that time in Milo's life because it it did keep him connected when when you guys were at school or when he just wasn't quite as mobile and you guys weren't physically together. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was, I thought it was a really, really great thing. I did. No, for sure. For sure. Um, Wow. Later on in the treatment, another thing that kept us connected was, um, as mentioned in the uh, other podcast, fantasy football. We would all go to uh, Charlie Charlie Naxon's house. Also, just earlier in, um, in in COVID, we'd all go to Charlie Naxon's house or come here, and you guys would have the uh, the heater lamps set mm-hmm. outside when that was because it was winter, but we still had to, you know, socially socially distance. Of course, so we'd watch the games outside, kind of spread out in chairs. You guys would like order order a pizza. Sometimes hook up the the Mario Kart. Um, and just just have a really good time with it, with the guys. But yeah, it's nice that you know certain certain amount of technology was really helpful in just staying staying really close, even yeah. when other external factors made it made it hard to, to be so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I also remember you and Milo had a a memorable bike ride. I, I think when oh boy, even yeah. when we weren't yeah, supposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to be out during COVID, I think you and Milo made some scheme to 
take your bikes for a loop and the bikes not having been used for a period of time yeah. were not in great shape. Uh, I, I have a vague recollection of something like that. It was, it was, a, it was definitely a tough time. We went um, into into Prospect Park, got got to the other side of Prospect Park just fine, which was little to, to what we knew, uh, not, not a good thing because once we were on the farthest possible point away, both of our bright bikes broke down like pretty much simultaneously and I think Milo like his back tire just like completely like busted like you like couldn't couldn't ride on my chain came out and then so we both had to like walk it back you know like a few miles through the park um but yeah I remember having an interesting conversation on that bike ride about uh Mad Men we were both watching Mad Men that's funny it's coming back to me right now talking about it but that was at yeah that was at the beginning of quarantine I think throughout quarantine and even before so in high school, me and Milo and, you know, other other people in our group of friends would watch these TV shows kind of at the same time. Um, I know Milo and Matt were, were always one one season ahead of us, if not two or three. But um, for a lot of them, like, you know, The Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Mad Men, um, we would watch these shows, Breaking Bad, kind of starting at the same time and progress through the shows together. So that when we would hang out and you know go on bike rides or whatever, we would just be talking about what what happened in the latest episode, what's gonna happen, like who who do we trust, who we don't. And it was um, both on a one on one level with him and with the, our whole friend group. It was really fun, kind of like living in these worlds of the TV shows together, as opposed to you know binging them just in your room and then it's just your relationship with the show. Instead of that, it was like our relationship with the show. So it was kind of like our group of guys were in. You know, 1960s, uh, you know, advertising buildings like in, in Mad Men or in Westeros and Game of Thrones. It was kind of like like we were like this like traveling companion of, of dudes that would like go into like different worlds every few months. And yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. So we've spoken up quite a bit about sports. We've spoken a little bit about Les Mis, maybe surprising to people. Um, and I know that you and Milo also shared a love for music. And I think back and forth, you would share new discoveries and um uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, Milo, probably the biggest rap and just music in general fan I've I've ever met. Um, he knew every every new artist, even artists like he didn't like. He'd be like, oh, I hate that guy, but then be able to like list their entire dis- discography and yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, but whenever new music would come out and he liked it, he would like text it, or if he found like an old song, he would just send it send it over and send it back. It was kind of like a. Sometimes we just have like texts like conversations entirely of like screenshots of like Spotify. Yeah. It was right. Like a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 And um, any other sort of stories that you have that you want to share? I know that I've joked on episodes previously where I've said, please come on the show and fill in the gaps. And we talked a little bit about Rockaway Beach already, mm-hmm. but there surely are other memorable occasions. And as I've said off microphone, you're, a young adult now. I'm mm-hmm. uh, I'm a forgiving parent, so there's no need to censor anything. <laughs> that's definitely and, um, a good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, th- that's that's all good stuff. So I'd I'd love to hear just some of your other recollections. Some funny, some goofy, some where you could have gotten in trouble and didn't. Um, anything really? Uh, it's surprising how much we didn't, considering how much we could have. But um, yeah, definitely got got up to some some goonery, as you might call it. <laughs> some 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 teenage shenanigans, some tomfoolery. We'd. Um, one that one that comes to mind is we would I was like we smoked a J or like drink I think drank a couple beers as well and then went to the Nets game with a couple people. It was um, Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets at Barclays Center, and 
this was when Giannis was up and coming so we were both really excited to see Giannis but by the time we got there we were like kind of like halfway out of it and I remember like falling asleep next to Milo during the <laughs> during the middle of the game but yeah. uh waking up to I think that that's losing which is not a big surprise <laughs> but um yeah that, that was a, a really fun time yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it sounds like fun can, can I ask I hope it's okay if I'm asking oh, no, yeah, um, of course. I, I'm just curious because as parents you know it's always funny to get a peek behind the curtain now that you're a little older and again it we're beyond you know being concerned about that kind of thing I just wonder how big a role you guys spent a lot of time at our house at Charlie's house in Prospect Park mm-hmm. I'm just curious how how much of a role smoking or drinking I, I assume it was occasional we um, we in, encouraged the boys to experiment and be safe while they were doing it I'm mm-hmm. just curious how much of a role those kinds of things played and and yeah um well definitely definitely would enhance some <laughs> some some memories like uh, every every so often i mean we were we were really smart about it i i can say looking back i don't think any of us i mean particularly milo would ever do any like go over the top but every every now and again we would you know roll it roll a joint or have a beer and go into the park and just you know toss around a frisbee for like two hours or um you know play play baseball and it was it i think it might have added like a level to you know the community but yeah we got we got up to some fun stuff we uh went to six flags together like the like 10 of us um yeah just i think we might have like ate an edible like yes. before before six flags and and uh that made the the roller coasters a, l- a little more exciting but yeah just just got up to to some fun stuff but um a lot of time spent in in prospect park playing football, you know, tossing baseball, throwing the frisbee, also just like running into like neighborhood community people. I mean, from those from like Park Slope notes can be like a really small, like tight knit like place with the the school system, everybody kind of friendly towards each other. So, yeah, a lot a lot of memories in, in Prospect Park, yeah. 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 And and I have to say that um I'm so grateful that Milo had those experiences, goofy, silly, Maybe a little illegal against definitely, the rules. Definitely a little stupid. Yeah, 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 as, yeah. As, and, and stupid is, is good, too, yeah. for me as a parent. I <laughs> yeah, do yeah. feel that um, this whole thing is so tragic and heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but it would be just that much more heartbreaking for every missed experience, for every missed opportunity. And I'm actually just so grateful that he knew you guys, was so close with you guys, and that you did do, in addition to things that, smart kids do that parents are proud of you also did some stupid shit um which is great i'm very grateful that nothing really bad ever happened Mm -hmm. but it does make me feel good that milo experienced those things foolish etc because those Mm -hmm. are important and that's an important part of growing up too Mm -hmm. Uh, just wondering if you have anything else that you want to any other stories anything else come to mind um yeah one one thing came to mind. I think uh Charlie Nax and Ben Muchnick might know about this but um this just well in general we would have like in like inside kind of like lingos and stuff um and like for example there's we heard something about that you could say like buffalo eight times in a row like buffalo 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 and it was in a sentence it would be like proper like grammatical uh, like english so we tried to like recreate that so we we ended up something like I forget at the time we were convinced that it was definitely uh, 
properly in uh, grammatical English, but ended up with something like pizza plus pizza, pizza, pizza with pizza. <laughs> and I, like, there's That's some, there's some verbs in there. There's some predicates. I don't know. They're, they're, but at the time, uh, we, we did the math and it all checked out. But yeah, lots of, lots of like little inside like phrases that some of them I even don't remember like the, the origin, but would come back to like years later and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely remember overhearing you guys talking and not being able to understand anything yeah. you guys were saying. You definitely <laughs> had like your own, own lingo. Like, our, our, own, like, our own slang, a little mini language. Nope. I remember in a, at MS-51 at gym class, we did like a, a sit and reach, something about like, you know, measuring like flexibility or something. And it was like three different tasks and you get a number from. And I remember like going over and be like, Yo, Milo, what'd you get? And he just went, 12, 11, 11. <laughs> years later, like, almost like it was like a rap lyric. Years later, we just go to each other like, 12, 11, 11. <laughs> you know, just, just silly stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome. Well, James, listen, it's been amazing having you on Milo Time. I want to make a couple things clear. If you want to come back, I know you're going to be around Brooklyn for a period of time now. Mm -hmm. You want to come back, I'd love to have you on again. Please talk to the other guys. Encourage them to join me. You can join them here with me. We could do it as a group. It's been awesome to have you here. And I do want to close with just one story that I have that I um, will be discussing in a... uh, I may have discussed it already in a podcast episode where uh, on the flag football team... I close my eyes and I think about it and I hear about it sometimes. I think I've told you this. It was a game, I think it was against the 49ers and Milo had dropped back to pass and he was scrambling around a little bit and I was watching him and I heard your voice down the field yell, Milo, Milo! (laughs) And Milo just turned, planted his feet, reared back and fired the ball as far as he could. And it traveled about the length of the field and I remember it hit you in stride as you were crossing into the end zone for a touchdown. And I think about that often because it was a good football play, but that's really secondary. It was this great connection that I always thought that you had with him. And he heard your voice and he just threw it as far as he could. And somehow it ended up hitting you in stride. And of course you hauled it in and it was a touchdown. And it was like, it was a, it was a beautiful moment. And, and, and I, I still do think about it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It was a team's quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he would, yeah. yeah. Well, that's all the time we have on this episode of Milo Time. Thank you one more time, James Grayson, for joining us. We hope you'll join us again down the road. Thank you for having me. And we hope you all will join us again on the next episode of Milo Time, where we once again dig into the list of the things that Milo loved. Thank you. Thank you.